I'm Doug Nadvornik. Today on Inland Journal, a Washington oral health program for children is celebrating 20 years of caring for kids. The Access to Baby and Child Dentistry Program, or ABCD, actually started in Spokane in 1995 at a time when only one in five children received dental checkups. Many families couldn't afford visits to the dentist. Spokane dentists, physicians, and the local health district worried about the effect that was having on the overall health of children. Jared Evans is a pediatric dentist in Liberty Lake. Dental caries was the silent epidemic in America, and it was the most common disease of childhood, much more common than asthma and hay fever and any of those things that you usually see a lot of kids suffering from. Spokane's health district and partners created ABCD for families who qualified for Medicaid. Dentists who volunteer for the program are taught how to treat children, and coordinators such as Heather Gallagher help families get to the dentist. It was so successful that the health care authority and our CORA foundation stepped in and gave little mini-grants to start it in other counties. Now ABCD has a presence in all 39 Washington counties. Gallagher coordinates it in Spokane and Lincoln counties. Once a year, each family gets in-depth education on uh, what to expect as their child grows older, things on nutrition and how it affects your teeth, how oral health affects your overall health. In addition to that, they get um, fluoride varnishes, and through ABCD, their pediatrician can also give them fluoride varnishes. Since ABCD began operations, Gallagher says the number of children in Washington's Apple Health Medicaid program who go to the dentist has increased from 20 percent to almost 55 percent. And the number of children who experience health problems due to dental issues has significantly decreased. Oral health, um, I mean, it can affect diabetes, being able to control it. If your child has issues with their heart, their oral health can um, affect that as well. So I think the message in Spokane is getting more and more clear that the mouth is part of the body and that we need to look at it as um, overall health, not separate. Um, But I still think we have a little ways to go. Advocates say ABCD has been a pioneer in children's oral health. Other states have used it as a model for their own programs. Jared Evans has been a pediatric dentist for 15 years. During that time, he says the medical community has discovered more about how bad oral health can lead to bad overall health. There was kind of an old school dentistry where you just told the child, you know, you sit down, you be quiet, (laughs) and you're going to do this. And the parents were that way too. Um, But I think now there's a better understanding of that perspective and parents are realizing, I don't want that for my child. That's what I went through and that's why, you know, they tend to get anxieties with the experience and maybe avoid seeing the dentist altogether. And that's a real detriment to their health. They certainly don't want that for their child. And so there's a little more gentleness and parental involvement, you know, where we're recruiting the help of the parents to say, okay, what do you want for your child? What do you want us to do? This is a situation. Uh, what do you think they can handle? And, you know, if, if the parent is on board, they're right there with us helping. Uh, and then if we realize that maybe this is more than what they can tolerate, we, we have options with conscious sedation or general anesthesia to just kind of get the child maybe back to health and restored. So then you can hit the reset button and have good visits at the dental office and build their confidence that way and end up being good patients, but also getting their dental disease under control. So when did the recognition that oral health is really important really start to hit? Spokane was ahead of the curve. 
because ABCD started in 1995, and we were recognizing there was a big burgeoning problem even at that point where children were going to the operating rooms or the, at, at an alarming rate, going to the emergency rooms, uh, just having big swellings in their face. You know, it's been reported some children have died from abscessed teeth, um, and they just didn't know where to go. The mouth is the gateway to the body. You cannot have complete health without oral health, and that's your ultimate source for nutrition. Uh, many diseases will manifest first through the mouth, so many issues can be detected just starting there before it's progressed and affected maybe other parts of, of the body where then it's more detrimental because it's more obviously seen. There's so social ramifications, even say in the workplace, for, for not having the right appearance. You might be judged harshly uh, based on your appearance, and it might affect you professionally in what, what your uh, what you may be able to do for an income. So you've been in the ABCD program from the start of your career. Why? Well, I started as a pediatric dentist. And luckily, when I came to town, one of the original champions for the program, Dr. Dale Remping, was my boss. <laughs> so he was one of the founders, including Dr. Bob Shaw um, and many others through the Spokane District Dental Society that um, recognized the problem. So he got me on board immediately and said, this is what we do here. This is what I want you to know. And, and uh, it was probably a big drawing point uh, for me to come because there was such a great proactive professional force around here. And then as Dr. Remping mentored me and was preparing for retirement, each county was given a champion. He was the champion that trained the dentist. And he said, okay, now I, <laughs> he passed that torch on to me. And I've taken that to a mantle for the past 15 years. So you train other dentists in other places? So I train other dentists in other places. You know, this program started specifically in Spokane as a pilot program. And then over the years, as the years have progressed, it spread through all 39 counties. So I serve presently as the county champion for Lincoln and Spokane counties, where we recruit and train dentists uh, to provide care to children. And it's spread in one form or another to a lot of cities around the nation. It has. You know, it was recognized uh, nationally as just being cutting edge and, and effective and, and actually recognized as being one of the best practices in delivering care, especially preventative care, to children, and especially with a component of educating families about oral health care and preventative uh, options. It spread to California and Connecticut, Georgia, Montana, South Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia. Those are just to name a few. They've all uh, emulated what we started right here in Spokane, and we're pretty proud of that. We do have bragging rights. So what are the signs of success that it's working here in Spokane? We're seeing that dental disease rates are on the decline. Children are requiring a lot less invasive dental procedures. Uh, and there is a cutting of cost to the state per child in what they're getting because they're investing on the preventative end versus the treatment side. If you can prevent it first, you'll have far more effectiveness than dealing with it after the fact. So how early do you see kids? Well, we advocate seeing children by the time they get their first tooth, or at the latest by age one. So we want them to get it done by one. <laughs> That's what's recommended by 
the American Academy of Pediatric Dentistry, and also the American Academy of, of Pediatricians. So at that age, at that, how do you counsel parents to uh, make sure that their children's teeth, those first teeth, are in good shape? What are some of the things that you counsel? Well, we discuss the importance of teeth, maybe the growth and development. What do you anticipate next to happen? How do you get your child through the teething experience? That can be hard on the parent as well. So there's a lot of advice to give there and giving a parent confidence on knowing what to expect. But we want parents to leave understanding that cavities are an infection, and you want to treat it like an infection. And, and so what happens is we know that there's over 600-plus different types of bacteria that will grow in dental plaque on this biofilm on your teeth. The mouth is a filthy place because everything goes through it, <laughs> okay? But strep mutans, streptococci mutans, is really the one bacteria out of that 600 that's attributed to cavities. So when you get parents to realize that we don't want that strep mutans past your child at an early age because whatever colonizes in their mouth early becomes the more dominant strain in your plaque, and that increases their risk for cavities. So we really emphasize you don't want your child to share directly with someone who's had a poor dental history themselves. You're more likely going to get those bad strains introduced. And so when parents get that aha moment saying, well, I just thought bad teeth ran in my family, it was more that they were probably sharing excessively and too much, and that passed the disease from the older family member to the younger family member. So getting to understand that there's a, a bacteria component that's key and critical and that we really want to be cautious with our sharing with our children is important. But second, we don't want to allow that infection to thrive in the mouth. So we don't want to foster an environment that lets strep mutans thrive. Strep mutans thrives if it's given time to grow on your tooth. That's why you need to brush at least twice a day. But it's going to thrive if it's given a food source, and that comes down to carbohydrates. And it's not just thinking it's candy or juice, but it's any carbohydrate. It can be crackers and cereal. It's not the amount of sugar that's bad for the teeth. It's the amount of time it's there if, if, if you have the bacteria with it. And the bacteria can digest those sugars and generate acid. And then the plaque becomes acidic, and you have a lower pH environment around the tooth. That acidity causes calcium to come out of your enamel, and that's when the tooth weakens. And if you lose too much calcium, that's when the tooth breaks, and that's what we call the cavity. But then the bacteria have an entry point to get into the teeth, and now you have an infection within the tooth, and that's when the tooth starts to decay and degenerate, and that's when we have to go and repair and surgically remove that infection and, and restore the tooth. So when we get down to the diet component, the kids that are sharing and the kids that are snacking and grazing all day, and we're a very snacky society, that's what's feeding that problem. And then it's getting the parents to understand how does fluoride help in preventing this disease as well, and how does it strengthen the teeth? So we also educate on that. But the whole point is that we're educating the family each time. It's not just the child. So it's the family oral hygiene education component that's critical. It's getting that parent involved, showing them how to brush, getting them to understand the importance of a healthy diet, making sure you're getting plenty of water to rinse your teeth off and good water intake and not letting uh, sticky, sugary adhere to the teeth too long. Dr. Jared Evans is a pediatric dentist in Liberty Lake. He trains and recruits dentists to be part of the ABCD program for children in low-income families. ABCD is celebrating 20 years of existence in Washington. 
This is our final podcast for 2019. We'll be back next year with new programs on a variety of topics. You can hear our past programs at the Spokane Public Radio website and subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, NPR One, or Google Play. Send your comments and story ideas to inlandjournal at kpbx.org. I hope you have a safe and happy New Year's holiday. I'm Doug Nadvornik.